Scripture quotations taken from the NASB. Copyright the Lachman Foundation. Welcome to Day 4 of Week 45 of the Daily Bible Reading. Today's reading is from Ezekiel, chapters 40-42 to and John 14. Before we begin, let's say a prayer. Our Holy God and Father, we're so grateful for your apostles and prophets that have revealed the word to us. We know, Father, that your Son sent the Holy Spirit to his apostles and his prophets, and that today we can read what they wrote and understand just as well as anyone who you are and what you want from us. We pray that as we read, we would have a good understanding so that we can know you better. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's begin the reading in Ezekiel chapter 40. In the twenty-fifth year of our exile, at the beginning of the year, on the tenth of the month, in the fourteenth year after the city was taken, on that same day the hand of the Lord was upon me, and he brought me there. In the visions of God he brought me into the land of Israel, and set me on a very high mountain, and on it to the south there was a structure like a city. So he brought me there, and behold, there was a man whose appearance was like the appearance of bronze, with a line of flax and a measuring rod in his hand, and he was standing in the gateway. The man said to me, Son of man, see with your eyes, hear with your ears, and give attention to all that I am going to show you, for you have been brought here in order to show it to you. Declare to the house of Israel all that you see. And behold, there was a wall on the outside of the temple all around, and in the man's hand was a measuring rod of six cubits, each of which was a cubit and a handbreadth. So he measured the thickness of the wall, one rod, and the height, one rod. Then he went to the gate which faced east, went up its steps, and measured the threshold of the gate, one rod in width. And the other threshold was one rod in width. The guardroom was one rod long and one rod wide, and there were five cubits between the guardrooms. And the threshold of the gate by the porch of the gate facing inward was one rod. Then he measured the porch of the gate facing inward, one rod. He measured the porch of the gate, eight cubits, and its side pillars, two cubits. And the porch of the gate was faced inward. The guard rooms of the gate toward the east numbered three on each side. The three of them had the same measurement. The side pillars also had the same measurement on each side. And he measured the width of the gateway, ten cubits, and the length of the gate, thirteen cubits. There was a barrier wall one cubit wide in front of the guard rooms on each side, and the guard rooms were six cubits square on each side. He measured the gate from the roof of the one guard room to the roof of the other, a width of twenty-five cubits from one door to the door opposite. He made the side pillars sixty cubits high. The gate extended round about to the side pillar of the courtyard. From the front of the entrance gate to the front of the inner porch of the gate was fifty cubits. There were shuttered windows looking toward the guard rooms and toward their side pillars within the gate all around and likewise for the porches. And there were windows all around inside, and on each side pillar were palm tree ornaments. Then he brought me into the outer court, and, behold, there were chambers, and a pavement made for the court all around. Thirty chambers faced the pavement. The pavement, that is, the lower pavement, was by the side of the gates, corresponding to the length of the gates. Then he measured the width from the front of the lower gate to the front of the exterior of the inner court, a hundred cubits on the east and on the north. As for the gate of the outer court, which faced the north, he measured its length and its width. 
It had three guard rooms on each side, and its side pillars and its porches had the same measurement as the first gate. Its length was fifty cubits and the width twenty-five cubits. Its windows and its porches and its palm tree ornaments had the same measurements as the gate which faced toward the east, and it was reached by seven steps, and its porch was in front of them. The inner court had a gate opposite the gate on the north as well as the gate on the east, and he measured a hundred cubits from gate to gate. Then he led me toward the south, and behold, there was a gate toward the south, and he measured its side pillars and its porches according to those same measurements. The gate and its porches had windows all around like those other windows. The length was fifty cubits and the width twenty-five cubits. There were seven steps going up to it, and its porches were in front of them, and it had palm tree ornaments on its side pillars, one on each side. The inner court had a gate toward the south, and he measured from gate to gate toward the south a hundred cubits. Then he brought me to the inner court by the south gate, and he measured the south gate according to those same measurements. Its guard rooms also, its side pillars, and its porches were according to those same measurements. And the gate and its porches had windows all around. It was fifty cubits long and twenty-five cubits wide. There were porches all around, twenty-five cubits long and five cubits wide. Its porches were toward the outer court, and palm tree ornaments were on its side pillars, and its stairway had eight steps. He brought me into the inner court toward the east, and he measured the gate according to those same measurements. Its guard rooms also, its side pillars and its porches were according to those same measurements. And the gate and its porches had windows all around. It was fifty cubits long and twenty-five cubits wide. Its porches were toward the inner court, and palm tree ornaments were on its side pillars on each side, and its stairway had eight steps. Then he brought me to the north gate, and he measured it according to those same measurements with its guard rooms, its side pillars, and its porches. And the gate had windows all around. The length was fifty cubits, and the width twenty-five cubits. Its side pillars were toward the outer court, and palm tree ornaments were on its side pillars on each side, and its stairway had eight steps. A chamber with its doorway was by the side pillars at the gates. There they rinse the burnt offering. In the porch of the gate were two tables on each side, on which to slaughter the burnt offering, the sin offering, and the guilt offering. On the outer side, as one went up to the gateway toward the north, were two tables, and on the other side of the porch of the gate were two tables. Four tables were on each side next to the gate, or eight tables on which they slaughter sacrifices. For the burnt offering, there were four tables of hewn stone, a cubit and a half long, a cubit and a half wide, and one cubit high, on which they lay the instruments with which they slaughter the burnt offering and the sacrifice. The double hooks, one handbreadth in length, were installed in the house all around, and on the tables was the flesh of the offering. From the outside to the inner gate were chambers for the singers in the inner court, one of which was at the side of the north gate, with its front toward the south, and one at the side of the south gate, facing toward the north. He said to me, "This is the chamber which faces toward the south, intended for the priests who keep charge of the temple." But the chamber which faces toward the north is for the priests who keep charge of the altar. These are the sons of Zadok, who from the sons of Levi come near to the Lord to minister to him. He measured the court a perfect square, a hundred cubits long and a hundred cubits wide, and the altar was in front of the temple. Then he brought me to the porch of the temple and measured each side pillar of the porch, five cubits on each side, and the width of the gate was three cubits on each side. 
The length of the porch was twenty cubits, and the width eleven cubits. And at the stairway by which it was ascended were columns belonging to the side pillars, one on each side. Chapter forty one. Then he brought me to the nave and measured the side pillars. Six cubits wide on each side was the width of the side pillar. The width of the entrance was ten cubits, and the sides of the entrance were five cubits on each side. And he measured the length of the nave, forty cubits, and the width, twenty cubits. Then he went inside and measured each side pillar of the doorway, two cubits, and the doorway, six cubits high, and the width of the doorway, seven cubits. He measured its length, twenty cubits, and the width, twenty cubits, before the nave. And he said to me, This is the most holy place. Then he measured the wall of the temple, six cubits, and the width of the side chambers, four cubits, all around about the house on every side. The side chambers were in three stories, one above another, and thirty in each story. And the side chambers extended to the wall which stood on their inward side all around, that they might be fastened and not be fastened into the wall of the temple itself. The side chambers surrounding the temple were wider at each successive story. Because the structure surrounding the temple went upward by stages on all sides of the temple, therefore the width of the temple increased as it went higher. And thus one went up from the lowest story to the highest by way of the second story. I saw also that the house had a raised platform all around. The foundations of the side chambers were a full rod of six long cubits in height. The thickness of the outer wall of the side chambers was five cubits. But the free space between the side chambers belonging to the temple and the outer chambers was twenty cubits in width all around the temple on every side. The doorways of the side chambers toward the free space consisted of one doorway toward the north and another doorway toward the south, and the width of the free space was five cubits all around. Then he measured the building. The building that was in front of the separate area at the side toward the west was seventy cubits wide. And the wall of the building was five cubits thick all around, and its length was ninety cubits. Then he measured the temple, a hundred cubits long. The separate area with the building and its walls were also a hundred cubits long. Also, the width of the front of the temple and that of the separate areas along the east side totaled a hundred cubits. He measured the length of the building along the front of the separate area behind it, with a gallery on each side, a hundred cubits. He also measured the inner nave and the porches of the court, the thresholds, the latticed windows, and the galleries round about their three stories opposite the threshold were panelled with wood all around, and from the ground to the windows. But the windows were covered over the entrance and to the inner house and on the outside, and on all the wall all around, inside and outside, by measurement. It was carved with cherubim and palm trees. And a palm tree was between cherub and cherub, and every cherub had two faces: a man's face toward the palm tree on one side, and a young lion's face toward the palm tree on the other side. They were carved on all the house all around, from the ground to above the entrance. Cherubim and palm trees were carved, as well as on the wall of the nave. The doorposts of the nave were square. As for the front of the sanctuary, the appearance of one doorpost was like that of the other. The altar was of wood, three cubits high, and its length two cubits. Its corners, its base, and its sides were of wood. And he said to me, "This is the table that is before the Lord." The nave and the sanctuary each had a double door. Each of the doors had two leaves, two swinging leaves, 
two leaves for one door and two leaves for the other. Also they were carved on them on the doors of the nave, cherubim and palm trees like those carved on the walls, and there was a threshold of wood on the front of the porch outside. There were latticed windows and palm trees on one side and on the other on the sides of the porch. Thus were the side chambers of the house and the thresholds. Chapter 42 Then he brought me out into the outer court, the way toward the north, and he brought me to the chamber which was opposite the separate area and opposite the building toward the north. Along the length which was a hundred cubits was the north door. The width was fifty cubits. Opposite the twenty cubits which belonged to the inner court and opposite the pavement which belonged to the outer court was gallery corresponding to gallery in three stories. Before the chambers was an inner walk ten cubits wide, a way of one hundred cubits, and their openings were on the north. Now the upper chambers were smaller because the galleries took more space away from them than from the lower and middle ones in the building. For they were in three stories and had no pillars like the pillars of the courts. Therefore the upper chambers were set back from the ground upward more than the lower and middle ones. As for the outer wall by the side of the chambers, toward the outer court facing the chambers, its length was fifty cubits. For the length of the chambers which were in the outer court was fifty cubits, and behold, the length of those facing the temple was a hundred cubits. Below these chambers was the entrance on the east side, as one enters them from the outer court. In the thickness of the wall of the court toward the east, facing the separate area and facing the building, there were chambers. The way in front of them was like the appearance of the chambers which were on the north, according to their length, so was their width and all their exits were both according to their arrangements and openings. Corresponding to the openings of the chambers which were toward the south was an opening at the head of the way, the way in front of the wall toward the east as one enters them. Then he said to me, The north chambers and the south chambers which are opposite the separate area, they are the holy chambers where the priests who are near to the Lord shall eat the most holy things. There they shall lay the most holy things, the grain offering, the sin offering, and the guilt offering, for the place is holy. When the priests enter, then they shall not go out into the outer court from the sanctuary without laying there their garments in which they minister, for they are holy. They shall put on other garments, then they shall approach that which is for the people. Now when he had finished measuring the inner house, he brought me out by the way of the gate which faced toward the east, and measured it all around. He measured on the east side with the measuring reed five hundred reeds by the measuring reed. He measured on the north side five hundred reeds by the measuring reed. On the south side he measured five hundred reeds with the measuring reed. He turned to the west side and measured five hundred reeds with the measuring reed. He measured it on the four sides. It had a wall all around, the length five hundred and the width five hundred, to divide between the holy and the profane. Now let's read John 14. Do not let your heart be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house are many dwelling places. If it were not so, I would have told you. For I go to prepare a place for you. If I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there you may be also. And you know the way where I am going. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going. How do we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way, and the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. If you had known me, you would have known my Father also. 
From now on you know him, and have seen him. Philip said to him, Lord, show us the Father, and it is enough for us. Jesus said to him, Have I been so long with you, and yet you have not come to know me, Philip? He who has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, Show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father, and the Father is in me? The words that I say to you I do not speak on my own initiative, but the Father abiding in me does his works. Believe me that I am in the Father, and the Father is in me. Otherwise, believe because of the works themselves. Truly, truly, I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also, and greater works than these he will do, because I go to the Father. Whatever you ask in my name, that will I do, so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask me anything in my name, I will do it. If you love me, you will keep my commandments. I will ask the Father, and he will give you another helper, that he may be with you forever, that is, the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it does not see him or know him, but you know him, because he abides with you and will be in you. I will not leave you as orphans, I will come to you. After a little while the world will no longer see me, but you will see me. Because I live, you will live also. In that day you will know that I am in my Father, and you in me, and I in you. He who has my commandments and keeps them is the one who loves me, and he who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I will love him and will disclose myself to him. Judas, not Iscariot, said to him, Lord, what then has happened that you are going to disclose yourself to us and not to the world? Jesus answered and said to him, If anyone loves me, he will keep my word, and my Father will love him, and we will come to him and make our abode with him. He who does not love me does not keep my words, and the word which you hear is not mine, but the Father's who sent me. These things I have spoken to you while abiding with you, but the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I said to you. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give to you, do not let your heart be troubled, nor let it be fearful. You heard that I said to you, I go away, and I will come to you. If you loved me, you would have rejoiced, because I go to the Father, for the Father is greater than I. Now I have told you before it happens, so that when it happens you may believe. I will not speak much more with you, for the ruler of the world is coming, and he has nothing in me, but so that the world may know that I love the Father." I do exactly as the Father commanded me. Get up, let us go from here. And that is the reading for today. Until next time, keep meditating on the Word of God.